Welcome, welcome everybody to another episode of Collins PC. And PC stands for panties and crotches. <laughs> uh, so what's the topic for today, cuz? Oh, we got another one, man. This one we're gonna talk about is them African myths. I'm, I'm going to let you get started on this one because I, I know we talked earlier, man. You got kind of hyped up. Yeah, well, African African myth. One of the myths is all black people love each other. Like, Africans don't give a damn about black Americans. They really don't. They just want to come over and take over. That's just it. You, and one thing I've always wanted to say, I've always wanted to find an African and talk to them and ask them, did your people sell my people? Just to see what kind of conversation we can start with that shit. Because um, that is realistic. You know, back in the time before, white people were going over to Africa to take black people. Black people were actually being sold to white people by other black people. Of course. Yeah. They're the much, the much mightier. They had a, a much mightier. Uh, we were a mightier tribe, I believe, were the ones I was. Cause I don't know which, which one I was. I don't know if I came over here voluntarily. Because, you know, there was blacks over here before Columbus. And then, or if it was the ones that came over in the ship, I don't know which branch I come from, but uh, yeah, it, they they were the more powerful tribes in Africa. And then when the whites came over and brought them guns, they was like, "Oh, cool, we got guns to take them down, shoot the men, gonna take the the weakest of the uh, the ones that's left over and save and uh, set them to slavery." You know, what's so funny too. Think about it. Them guns back in the day, it was a mallet and some powder and a stick. So you mean to tell me you sold some black people for a fucking metal piece of a gun with a ball and a stick? All right, motherfuckers. See, I look at it like this with the African myth. They talk about this Pan-African, and I'm studying Pan-African. And deep down in my heart, my soul, I know they're going to see the video one day. It's like, I really don't agree with Pan-Africanism. I don't. I see what Pan-Africanism is, what Pan-Africanism. I see what it is. I just don't agree with my agenda. And my agenda is reparation for us Americans here. They're trying to do reparations for like all black people. And I'm like, mm, I think you need to stick with your country and deal with it that way. Right. Right. Because you enslaved, you enslaved all right, the ones who were here. You didn't, yeah. slave, you didn't slave the ones in Africa. If there's reparations in Africa, then you need to go to Africa and do reparations over there. But as far yeah. as the United States, every black person that was affected by slavery over here, or, or family that was affected, because, you know, we our families come from slavery. Yeah, uh, damn, there it is. Yeah. Uh, oh, my grandmother. Thing, go ahead, go ahead. I'm listening. I know on my mom's side, I know both my parents, I know both of them, my grandparents, were from slavery. But on my father's side, I know his mom is from slavery, but his father, my, my great-grandfather, I don't know if he was a slave. Oh, yeah. I'm assuming, damn near everybody, because... We got that type of family where you ain't supposed to be dating a white person just then and this the whole night yard. I can almost goddamn guarantee just about everybody in my family is from slavery. And if they're not from slavery, they're from some type of in Indian tribe that we don't know of. Right. Yeah, it's one yeah. of the two. Well, you know, back back in the uh uh when when Christ and our, when Christ was walking the earth, the uh, Ethiopians and the Asiatics, and then you had the ones who was already over here, they were trading at that time. Mm. Yeah, so it was a lot of trade going on. They were totally, you know, it was a lot more people going on back then. And where Christ had to walk, he was up above on the tip top, top, top of Africa and the very bottom part of Europe. So all that area he covered trying to get, you know, people to understand his message. And then no, his disciples supposed to go from there and, and spread on out. Mm. No, I didn't know that one, cuz. I didn't. No, but that's nice good knowledge in my head and sit back and really when I get time to really go back and look at that. Like where was Jesus during this whole time in the area? In the Man, area where he's not spread it out. They don't even talk about the 32 years that, that Jesus uh, lived. Those are to me the most important pieces because then you find out how to live on this planet. He walked. He walked from a child all the way right. to, to 32 as a man. What a man is supposed to walk like. And nobody mm -hmm. talks about that. Everybody talks about the last what uh, last supper, three, what, what, like the, the last, last moment, yeah. It wasn't even that many, I think it was maybe five years of his life. They talk about, and and uh, when yeah. Matt, yeah, after he meets Matthew, the Matthew, yeah, after he meets Matthew, then they start reading all you know, writing writing their books. There's no really too much talking about him in his first 20 years of life, 
No, you're right. I think what he became 12 and went to the synagogues and was quoting the scriptures in the synagogues with the other, you know, the, the other Jews and stuff like that. Uh, the oh, ones with the, with the with the hundred laws around their neck. Yeah, he did that, and then after that, you just jump into this motherfucker, and start doing magical shit, and it goes off from there. Right, right. The most important pieces we don't even get. Because he, t- I mean, although we do get him as a man, you know, when he's in his his twenties, well, his thirties. I'm sorry, he's in his thirties. You know, walking and and, and teaching. Mm-hmm. We get those parts, but it's like, man, everything before that. Why not give us that too? It's control, control, biblical control. Oh yeah, oh yeah, it definitely is. In the um, Vatican, in the Vatican, they got somebody who wrote down the book of Jesus, his life story before he became so popular. Somebody, because if you sit with Jesus, you weren't going to ask him, "Hey, how were you back when you were like 15? <laughs> like, what was you doing when you was 19 years old? Did you ever have a wet dream? Shit like that? Somebody asked." I would be one of the, if somebody said, if you had anybody in the world, anybody dead or alive that you would want to interview, that's who I would want to interview, Jesus Christ. Just to oh, talk really? with him. And, bruh, just to talk yeah. to Jesus Christ. I'm with you. I agree. I agree. I agree. I, You know what? I think I say the shit I say and I do what I do because I'm hopefully one day got the heart to go to heaven and God like, look, you did a lot of stupid shit, but at least nigga you believe. Come on yeah. up here. And like, who you yeah. want to talk to? Send me straight to Jesus. I just got to ask him some questions. I got to ask Jesus some questions. God, I ain't fucking with him. That's like a dad to me. I ain't fucking with him. I, I don't want to talk to Michael Max. I don't want to talk to Marcus Garvey. I don't want to talk to Malcolm X. I don't want to talk to nobody but Jesus. Jesus Christ. Jesus. I ain't talking about, yeah, Jesus, I'm going to say Jesus Christ because you know uh, when they, at the end, when they when uh, Pontius Pilate asked him, who do you choose? Do you choose Jesus Christ or do you choose be- Jesus Barbarous? Those fools chose Barbarous to go free, and they chose to crucify Christ. So then, when they say Jesus, I get scared. I'm like, man, you talking about Jesus Christ or Jesus Barbarous? Which one are you talking about? That is good. That's good. That is. I remember you told me that before, and that never really popped in my mind till now. A lot of people would probably be worshiping the wrong Jesus. Yeah, but because if you don't, because and when you worship Jesus, you're gonna think of love. But when you worship Barbarous, you're gonna think of hatred. You're gonna think of all the, the uh, uh, things Thievery. that people are doing, judgment, yeah. all that stuff. You know what? I missed. You. Good point, bro. Good point. Oh, you know, good point. They're not talking about. It's like, okay, man, let me back from you. You ain't talking about Jesus Christ, man. I don't want to highlight you. Uh, that's a good point. That is a good point. You don't talk on that one. Hmm. Right, look at that. African myth. It's another African myth. Nobody really knows what color Jesus is. Well, Jesus Christ. Because who's, nobody... who's Mary's daddy? That's God. all that matters. Who's Mary's daddy? Damn everybody else. Who's Mary's daddy? Who's Mary's daddy? Huh. Who's huh. daddy and who's Mary's mama? Then we'll find out what 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 uh nationality, if we want to be so technical, Jesus Christ is. That is a good point. That is a good point. I said God at first. I'm like, nah, I messed up. Mary's daddy, not Jesus' dad. Mary's dad. Right. I know I read that that dude gave up Mary for some goats and, and sheep and some shit like that from Joseph. Joseph paid to get married. Oh, yeah. Could you imagine how Joseph felt? <laughs> he come to the house. <laughs> and like you said, I think you talked about this one time. Yeah, I told you the joke. The joke yeah. about you know, Mary, Mary's like, oh, you know, I would love to marry you. And I still want to marry you, but I just want to tell you the truth. And like, all right, babe, tell me the truth. What's going on? Tell me the truth. You know, she's like, um, I'm pregnant with the Lord's baby. And he's like, who? Uh, the Lord, thy mighty, almighty God, Alpha and Omega, I'm pregnant with his baby. And you don't think Joseph snapped? First thing would have snapped in my mind is, bitch, I just gave your daddy these goats and these sheep, you nasty bitch. And then the second thing I'm thinking of is, God, God ain't got you pregnant, nigga. Who this nigga you out here calling God? Which one is it? Is it Thomas? Is, is that next door nigga? Who do you got called God around this nigga? This nigga dick must be bigger than mine. I'm going through all sorts of shit in my head. I'm literally. <laughs> what you did? When did when did the angel come see him while he was asleep? Or yeah, when he went home, he went home and everything. And he was like going to sleep, and the angel visited him in the sleep, told him that. And I'm like, nah, that was your conscience telling you to calm down, nigga. Cause you. Nobody said in the book too. Look, let's be realistic. We're talking about this day and time. Your girl tell you I'm pregnant. It's the Lord's baby. 
she ain't gonna get a slap or something, a choke around the throat, or something, an elbow to the collarbone, something. Check this, then, I, it, was, uh -huh. it was it was actually, you know what, women were a lot different back then than they are now. Because uh, back then they didn't have a lot of women in those uh in those eras, they didn't have any um any rights. So no, he was, he, yeah, he was always property of the man. So now nowadays they you know they got some rights they can talk, but back then it's like shut up and sit down. They was like kids. Shut up and have my babies. So I'm thinking back then. Yeah, the domestic violence could have happened. It could have happened back then. It could have. Because she, she's trying to tell him that I'm pregnant and it's the Lord's baby and this baby's going to be special. And Joseph looking at it, nigga, I done coughed up a lot of sheep and goat. <laughs> nigga, that was like... <laughs> nigga, I had That's some money. Bank. Yeah. I had to go to the bank and pull out some dough and get to your daddy so I can so marry you. you. Yeah. Because I knew you were fresh, you're a virgin, you're young. And you mean to tell me you're pregnant? Uh, 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 no, uh, uh, I think some hands were shown. <laughs> yeah, Joseph wasn't, he wasn't no violent dude, though, because he was a shepherd. I don't think he was a violent dude. No, nah, I think any, I don't give a fuck if this nigga was a priest. I think, no, nah, that nigga was violent. That, you, let's go back over it again. I had to cough up some goats and sheep. Nigga, back then, that's currency. I coughed <laughs> that up to be with you. I asked your daddy, nigga. Do you understand how it is? Ask another nigga, can I be with your daughter? Right. And, and nobody else touched her? Nobody else touched her. And I'm like, hey, I'm doing the right thing. I'm doing everything right. And come to find out, she's already knocked up, nigga. Her wound is already filled with some nut. It's a Holy Spirit nut. This nut about to come out and be the savior of the world. I'm not listening to anything else, but you knocked up. And it ain't by me. And I done paid these ghosts and shit to your daddy. I'm, I'm going to go kick the dad's ass. I'm surprised they ain't put in the book. Joseph went and fucked the married daddy up. Like, had that nigga in the house beating his ass, taking the ghost back, everything. Oh, shit. Uh, somebody about to die. That's all it is. At least they got, they only got the sirens on. That's good. When they cut the sirens off, that means uh, no need to uh, rush. He already gone. Oh, really? Yeah. Nigga, I never thought of that. I never thought of that. Oh, I never thought of that. They cut the lights off and you just run down the street. Body's already cold. It's done. Ah, oh, that's my stuff. <laughs> but it's like another African myth. What we got? What African myth is is that everybody, every black person in this country comes from Africa on a slave good ship. One. Yeah, good one. Good it was one. another. It was another one I read um, about an African uh, when Columbus, when Christopher Columbus came over. It was a book or something that they read. I can't remember the name of that book, but in that book, he said that uh, there were already blacks here. But let's define black. They're trying to make black now when they say people of color. They're right. really trying to say black people, but black people come in all different fucking colors. They sure so let's do. Say, let's just say they were Indian, but they really wasn't from Africa. They were just like, they was here on this land, but they had dark complexion. But they're so they not were. as dark as you and me. Yeah, no, they were. I'm trying to read it right now. Here it is. It's called, uh, the journal is called Native Americans. I'm sorry. It was called, a, it was a book by Weiner. And it's called Africa and the Discovery of America. And in that one, he says that uh, Columbus had a journal. And he said that the uh, Native Americans were black-skinned people who had come from the southeast in boats, trading and trading in gold tip spears. Gold tip spears. Nigga, you gotta be a motherfucker to sit here and make a gold tip spear? Man, we was doing shit back in the days, man. People wasn't even tripping over here. It was, you, you had the buffalo hunters. Uh, what's the other ones you had over here? Um, you had the mound people, you know where Louisiana State University is at? Yeah. Well, I don't know where it's at, but I've heard of it, yeah. Oh, what that whole campus is built on top of the mound people where the mound people used to gather. And that was like um when they when all the people that was in this area would come together, it was like a huge swap meet. Mm, okay. a whole area where everybody would do the trading. So they traded fur, whatever. They did all the trading there. Wow. Okay. All right. Got you, cuz. Look at you on the on, on the bill up. I got you on the bill up. 
I didn't know came, that. When it came, I found all this stuff out when I had to do the research of our grandfather. Like I said, I don't know if my grandfather, our grandfather, is the same person or not, or how does my grandfather and your grandfather connected with that with that that uh, life. But um, shit, we got the same features, so that's why I was like, yeah, this somehow or another we connected. But oh, I'm gonna tell you now. I just kind of put it together, and I could be wrong. Two left shoes, but I put this shit together. There was a lot of blacks on Collinsville, that whole plantation. And if you hang around people long enough, you start getting the same features. I do believe a lot of those black people, man, that was hanging together, like they probably wasn't blood, blood. But when they came over here to the United States, you became family. Oh, yeah, yeah. All yeah. in the same boat. Right. No, no, all of us get the last name Collins. That's why I like uh, their whole African myth. No, all of us is not from Africa. That's the bottom line. All of us is not from Africa. Well, I don't I mean, even believe. Well, I mean, I, I don't I, mean I feel like this. Sure. I'll say it like this. All of us are from Africa. Yeah. But but different shades. Different shades, different blood. We're all from Africa. I think Africa is the start of where we're the Garden of Eden. All that started in Africa and they spread abroad. So I take that back. Yeah, we all 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 of us are from Africa. But we're just talking about right now this minute little situation between like the blacks here in America compared to the blacks in the Caribbean, the blacks in the different continents in Africa, the blacks in Haiti. Now we got we got a, a it's it's so it's totally different now, really different. Yeah, the blood, all the blood is the same. Michael Jackson said it. All our blood is the same. The the song, can you feel it? Oh, love that song, dude. That's one of the most greatest motivating songs of all time. Can you feel it by the Jackson Five? Oh, love it. Mm-hmm. Michael said the right thing. Michael said, all our blood is the same. So I get it. I get it. But it come down to us and the Africans. Totally different. Totally different. You know what? The the Liberians, the people from Liberia, uh-huh. they're the one. You know, they're the um, Africans that once we got free to slaves, they were the ones who said they, the uh, when America said, "Hey, y'all want to go back to Africa?" They're the ones who went there and settled in. in is it Liberia? I think it's Liberia. I got two buddy. I got two dogs from there, man. Um, and they their father was pretty wealthy over there, but. Their early uh, slaves went back to Africa, settled in that land, and built uh, from slave built from ex slaves that land. Mm. I wanted to, bruh. I gotta show you pictures of it. I mean, they got brick houses, no concrete houses. They got concrete houses, concrete roads, and you t- you think that that J- Jamaicans be dancing and, and doing a daggone do? Man, they clubs, girls all up on the pole. I mean, and they like the strip club, but you had the regular club. Oh shit. Man, I mean own it, own on you just own you. You holding her legs, she's freaking the fire out of you. I said, oh man, See, about that's what another thing. Another thing about the African myth, all the motherfuckers ain't over there starving. They not nah. starving. They ain't got flies on their eyes. They ain't got their rib cage showing just in there and this everything they try to say. Remember when Trump said um, like uh, black people country, they shitty. Yeah, he had a point, but the only reason why he had a point because I guarantee you, Trump ain't never wanted to go to Africa. The fucking what? He looked right. at TV, nigga. Look at TV. This motherfucker was a big TV star. You look at TV, and the media always show you the shitty parts of Africa. That's all they showed you, nigga. I gave up all my pennies. I had every bit. I think at least maybe fifty dollars worth of pennies, cause we saved pennies when I was a kid. That, you know, mom and dad teaching how to save. Right. Yeah. I was willing to give all my pennies up to We Are The World Foundation because they showed on the media, nigga, how them kids over there in Africa, and I'm talking about black kids. I'm looking at this one black kid on TV. He's standing there, his eyes are big. He looks sad as shit. He's sitting there, his ribs are showing, his stomach sunk in, got flies on his eyes. He can't even blink, nigga, he's so weak. And I'm like, these are my brothers and sisters over there because I'm all, I was all about the, the whole Pan-African shit. I was about it. I was. I was all about all of us black. And they going through that over there in Africa. That's fucked up. And I'm over here in my grandma's house. I can get me a sugar cookie anytime I want to, goddammit. I can get all some shit. Nigga, my grandma will make me a sandwich, a bologna and cheese sandwich, nigga, with sandwich spread. Not mayonnaise, nigga. Sandwich spread. Sandwich spread stays so goddamn good. And I'm looking at these kids over there, man. They suffering. I'm giving up all my pennies. And my mama said no. <clears throat> my mama was on the game. She was like, no, you don't give up your pennies. You don't do that. Let them do what they do. You take care of you. You got to make sure you watch out for you. 
I was like, nah, nah, nah. And I got mad at my mom. Me and my mom went to war with each other. I'm telling her everything I could think of. No, I'm going to give it. Mom, look at them kids. This ain't that. You're unfit motherfucker. You're a sad mama. Can't care about them kids. And my mom like, nah, I don't care about them kids. I just care about y'all. Gee shit. I give it to her. Gee shit. My grandma had to step in and say, no, Deborah, let that boy do what he feel like he need to do. That man, he's doing it out of the kindness of his heart. Let him do what he got to do. My grandma had to step in. Man, I miss grandmas like that, man. These women nowadays are shitty. Well, I'm staying on topic, but at the end of the day, I give up all my pennies. And come to find out, that shit was nothing but a goddamn scam. It was a goddamn scam. My mom was on point. Day one, she was on point. It was a goddamn island lost all my goddamn pennies, but we are the world. I love Michael, don't get me wrong. But the motherfuckers were taking the money, man, they were doing what they need to do. Because Africa is still Africa, still the same way. It's still the same way. Well, look at this. How about the commercials? I saw the commercial, and I bet you the same kid that you was looking at back when you was a kid, here I am in my 50s, you saw that when you was a kid. They showing that same damn picture. So I bet your old boy in that damn picture probably like 90 years old now. And they still showing the same picture over and over again. Probably so. Probably so. Probably so. You know what? Holly so yeah, because you know with Ethiopia, you know that that right there was a straight up racial takeover. They Holly Selassie had Ethiopia. That's when, he, you know, mm-hmm. the, the uh, Rastafarians used to, to praise him because he's supposed to be the... I'm not gonna say, but he he is known to be the bloodline of David through Sheba. Mm, you know, okay. I, I mean, of, of Solomon, the bloodline of Solomon through Sheba. Because you know, really? Sheba was yeah, Sheba was the African queen. Remember when Solomon was was in command and uh, the king? He would talk to all the women. The women were so silly that it was all about eh, ha ha whatever. Ba ba ba. He gonna get what he gotta get. But when Sheba came, she brought that nigga gifts. She had conversation with him, and he sent her back with gifts. It's a whole, know. it's a whole big story after that because when when Sheba left, there, there's supposed there's a there's a, a writings of the Orthodox, Orthodox Jews, Orthodox Ethiopian Orthodox Jews, something like that, and they're supposed to be the ones who were supposed to have taken the uh, Ark of Covenant away from Solomon. Because Solomon was in fear. Of his son, once he, he begins to die, his son was going to either lose it or another tribe was going to come and take it. So mm-hmm. he let the art go with them. That's that's the 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 I don't know if it's a myth or whatever you want to call it, but that's just the story that that is in the air because no one knows whatever happened to the Ark of Covenant. Dude, huh? hey, you you sound like you got something you got to study. You got to study and find out. Like I was studying it. Remember, I was, I was studying that trade tech. Yeah, I know. Not not biblical stuff like what the- theology. Nah, they ain't got that over there in trade tech. What he did, you know, I can't remember that teacher name. He was a black guy, crazy as hell when you go in his class. Not the the uh not the doc not the doctor, but the uh he was history, he was black history teacher. And he used to talk about that. And when I used to when I brought up Omec on him, uh, he went deep into start talking about um, you know, the African king, uh M Hotep that walked around and and gave uh, gold to all the people, so he it was a demonstration that if blacks were to actually be in power, there would be no poverty. Because during his during his span, when he was king of Egypt, there was no poverty in all the lands around him because he would go out and just give gold away to the to the poor. Now, when you say that, you just gave me something to write a report on. Because I do believe that if black people here in America we get reparations, this whole world would be straight. I do yeah. believe that. I believe it wholeheartedly. I, I, and I think that's why a lot of people, including white people, they fighting back like, no, 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 no. Because they know if black people do get reparations, this world will be straight. Look and at this. Look at, look, at, look at this. You're right. Because look at this. Our, I, I'm going to say this. Our, our nature is always to be caring, giving, nurturing. That's just the black nature. And it mm-hmm. showed when, they, when the white people came over here and took us into slavery. When they got the Indian woman <laughs> and they put their white baby in the Indian woman's uh, lap, she slit that baby throat. The Mexican, or the, the Hispanics or whatever you want to call them, when you put the baby in their hands, they put the child down. It's not theirs. But when they mm-hmm. put it into the black woman's arm, not only did the black woman uh, cuddle and care for the baby, but the baby responded back to the black woman. Wow, you're right. Dude, they got pictures of that. Mm-hmm. They got pictures of this big black woman with one big ass titty a white baby on the titty sucker. Yeah, yeah. You are absolutely right. You are absolutely right. 
Yeah. Our, 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 what we are is so nurturing and so caring. And then history, what they do with us in history is they like whoever this is, these day people are, they, uh, well, you know what? It's all the people that hate black people. So that that's every nationality, even black people. Uh, mm-hmm. that, and that cover up our history of, of showing how great we were. And they only want to bring up their, you know, especially when it comes to, to these uh, peachy white people, they always want to um, bring up uh, General Lee and, and the white power that they have here in this country. But it's like, hey, you know, to believe it or not, all your people who came over here from Europe was a bunch of criminals and thieves. That's why that's why England kicked y'all niggas out of there. So get the fuck yeah. out of here and y'all going over to America with y'all bullshit. Then y'all brought some religious people with y'all too, just to kind of you know, pat you on the head and make you like you were doing something for real. But y'all niggas are a bunch of criminals and crooks. That is, that's, man, I took Mexican history. I'm telling you how the Mexicans got taken over on this country, in this land right here. Mm-hmm. And they got taken over by the Spanish. Exactly. They brought the military and they brought religion. The main two things they do, dude, they bring a military, they bring a religion. And I'm telling you, dude, it's like, uh, you want to talk about strategy? Outstanding strategy. Outstanding. You know what I'm they learn it from? Take over your people. They learn it from they learned it from the angels. That was the very first thing that happened after um Cain and Abel had their little spat. And then the angels supposed to came down and taught and you know and taught us and worked with us. And remember we talked mm-hmm. about that. The angels came down and got them some pussy. Yeah. Once yep, they got yep. that human pussy, they was like, oh, we kept they killed. That was the first way of doing it. You kill all the men, take the women. And that was all. That was the first time it happened, and it demonstrated to society, I mean, to these other people who want to be superior, to say, "Oh, you know what? We kill off all the men, and then the weaker men, we'll keep them in, in order and just let them do whatever we want to, just so we can preserve that that race. But the ones we want, we gonna take over them because we need some weaker ones to work for us, and I'm gonna be the mighty one." Mm, makes sense. Makes sense. Damn. Oh, another African myth. That Africa is poor. Africa is nothing but a poor country. It's a shitty country. Just that, and I'm, dude, I can only, I've seen some things on YouTube. I'm, I have. I've seen some Africans got nice ass homes. The, 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 the ground is paved. They got the grass, everything in it. I've seen it. But they don't show it that much, though. They don't show it that much. They always want to show you the worst part of Africa. Yeah. Always show you the worst part. If what? Africa was really that broken poor, why would Asians be over there trying to make money? Everybody's over in Africa trying to make money. The Senegal, you got the Senegal over in Senegal. It's, it's pretty cool over there too, like the eastern part of, and then the eastern parts of Africa. You got some cool spots over there. But I mean, the only difference between Af- to me, the only difference between Africa and here is is uh, concrete. Because you go in South Central LA, you squabbing uh, uh, to live your life. But then, okay, let me take that back. It's a little bit worse in Africa because Africa when the niggas come in. They slaughtering motherfuckers. And here we just got drive-by shootings. They coming in slaughtering. Oh, yeah, yeah. They, they, I mean, they got guns, but the motherfuckers love blades. I mean, big-ass blades, nigga, with, like, rubber around the, around the grip of the blade. They right, so they can grip it. Yeah, they, mm-hmm. And they chopping faces, heads, arms, everything up. Nigga, they was chopping off bitches' titties. That's why I say, you know what? Down with Africa. I didn't want to say fuck Africa. I just said down with Africa, nigga. You niggas chopping off women's titties? Oh, you niggas ruthless, nigga. Oh, you ruthless! <laughs> I don't know where that savage, that savagery comes from because, um, I don't think that's us. I think that's something that's learned, and because um, I know with with uh, you had people like uh, Hitler and some of the stuff, you know, the Germ like the Germans, those mm-hmm. are some ruthless motherfuckers. All throughout history, yeah. they've been ruthless. Um, yeah. Russians, they've been ruthless. The, the Asian. The, the the age well yeah but Asians them some Asians are more on defense every time I say them theirs is more like oh I'm coming back at you no what did they do the um, Genghis Khan Genghis yeah, Khan uh huh yeah he was yeah he was tired Genghis Khan was tired he's like all these people keep on attacking attacking our land he's like fucking I'm gonna kill all them before they come attack me okay all right but you never heard of a ruthless black leader the only one was Shaka Khan. That's what was was it Shaka Zulu? Uh, yeah. the, the, Shaka the, Zulu. Actually, the 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 most ruthless one that they, that we had was um, Hannibal. Oh, I don't know him. I don't know him. Hannibal know was Zulu. Hannibal was I think during the medieval time somewhere around that time, 
when uh and he was he lived up in the hills somewhere in like germany up in that area because he was always in the snow and anytime somebody would come and squabble with him they get their ass whooped they got their ass handed back to him well shocker zulu i remember they made a movie about shocker zulu i remember that back when i was a kid uh-huh. uh i think roots when i was a kid and then the thing right after roots was shocker zulu yeah i remember that and all i know is shocker zulu go ahead and bust out laughing later on when you see when we see this tape, and you're like, this nigga said Shaka Khan. <laughs> <laughs> hey, when you said Shaka Khan, I got kind of upset because, you know, that that's my, my birthday, uh, my birthday love ancestor. We both born on the same day. Oh, really? Oh, Shaka Khan's still fine. I mean, what, what I saw, she's still holding it together. But, all right, fine, all Shaka right. Zulu. They did another movie about Shaka Zulu, and Shaka Zulu saved the white people. And that's why I was like, oh, here we go again with this, you know, black people like, if you know we're all about love, then why not treat us that we're about love? Why keep treating us, treating us? Go ahead, I'm listening. Because these, these idiots, they all they want to do is conquer. Nobody want to live. It's that bullsh- that bull crap that the uh, Jews did. Uh, what's no Children of Israel. When God told them, go and live in, live in the land. And then also he told them, when he said, go conquer the land, when they start going and fight, God was like, well, I got your back. I mean, I, I'm going to help you all out. Because if you ever notice, whenever God told him to go do something, it wasn't to, he didn't tell him to go in there and kill people. He just told him to go in and show his power. Like the one time he told him to go march around this area uh, so many yeah. times, and then the walls mm-hmm. would fall in. So that was just to show God's power. Next thing y'all supposed to have done was walk in and say, look, there's no war in regards to this. We're not going to fight y'all. We're not going to take any wars out. What we're trying to do is te- live amongst y'all. That's what God was trying to teach them people how to do. Mm-hmm. Every time he sent them in, he's like, look, just go in there and live amongst these people. When you live amongst somebody, you live amongst them. How you doing? My name is, is, is Kevin. What's your name? And and we live amongst each other and we're able to, to, to live with each other. And then they had the power of God behind them. So it demonstrated to the whole world, hey, with the power of God, you will be able to do these many things. But these niggas went out and started creating wars. Mm. And today we still got everybody else thinks it's cool to put religion behind wars. You yeah, got the yeah. uh, what's what's the mother fools Ali Bakbak running right into the side of the building. <laughs> I gotta give him credit though. You got to love your people so much that you're willing to go with a bomb on your chest, nigga, to go in somewhere and blow that shit up with the idea that I'm gonna go to heaven and I'm gonna get a lot of bitches. Whew. Well, you got. I ain't got that much love for my people. Fuck that shit. And my mama like, look, I need you coming to this hospital and uh, <laughs> have a bomb on your chest, nigga, and blow them up on respect to me. I'm like, mom, <laughs> find you a nurse, nigga, to change your pamper because you getting out of here. <laughs> Something wrong. <laughs> Something wrong with you, yo. I'm not doing that shit. Nah, uh-uh. Ain't no way in the world. Ain't a religion on this planet had me do some shit like that. I have to see why. Why? I have to see. Oh, speaking of that, this is another thing I want to throw out there. This whole um, African myth. African myth. All black women are the same. I do believe a lot of black women in Africa, just Africa, would be the most dedicated black women on the planet if you can get one. If you can go to Africa, because I hear niggas now talking about some going to Brazil, going here, going there, going this. Africa. Africa. You get your beautiful black chick who's in shape. She's thick. Everything. Oh, I think I think it's true. I think it's true. She fucked that up for all the black women in Africa. Remember, he said you you get that girl and uh, from Africa, and she come over here. Uh, the Goonie Goo Goo. Oh yeah, Eddie Murphy yeah. did fuck it up. He yeah, did. and she come Wait, over he here. Huh? Go 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 go. What? Come over here and get that American. I'm an American woman now, Eddie. So it's like, yeah. Once they get Americanized, no matter where they come from, if, if it ain't the heart of that woman, she gonna be a true female dog. You got a point. You got a point. And I hate to say it, but man, this is the way society is. Eddie Murphy made a good point. He made a good point. But listen, we won't that down. Was it really a good point, or was it just a uh, 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 a light observation of how black women are in America? Let's just say maybe it was a light. It was yeah, like this is what he think black women. This is what he think black women would be coming from Africa to the United States 
because you see how black women are in the United States, how they are. Mm-hmm. So if I went to Africa and got an African woman brought her here, what's the chances of her transforming like that? And the, the chances are really, really good for her to transform like that. I'm, I, he had a good, that was a great joke. That was a great joke. It's a class. At the same time, I think it was unfair. Because <laughs> you want your African woman. I'm like, I'm trying to stay in my color and my race. I'm trying to stay there. But he had a good point, though. Because I see the black women here in America. All they got to do is get some other women that think opposite of what they think and manipulate them and tell them, no, nah, you don't need to be that. You don't need to be with that nigga. The United States has it where white people know we got this shit under control mm-hmm. and we manipulate everybody else. So if you do bring a black African woman here to the United States, who's to say white man won't influence her? And I say white man because let's be realistic, it's white women too. White women too. They know how to influence black people. They do. They what? work hand in hand. Even though they act like they're separate, they work hand in hand. How about this one? I, I you right. Remember what you said earlier. There is some areas, uh, I think Nigeria and places like that. Where you got blacks who got money, so you might be able to go over there and uh, get you a black woman from over there with some prestige, uh, and uh, who ready to be with a man. She she might maybe may different than some of these chicks over here that's Americanized. But these women over here, man, they've been abused too much, man. Beat oh, yeah. up by the we system. Yeah, beat up by the system. Beat up by slavery. Beat up by the. Some of them been so daggone abused, their uncles, their daddy, everybody else ran through them before they even turned 16. Yeah, nigga, that's why I spent my daughter's life. Like, later on today, I got to text her. And text her a little, no, I love you. I'm thinking about you. Because at the end of the day, she can't say, oh, daddy touched me the wrong way and this and that. Daddy won't around. But daddy see this shit. Daddy see this shit. I'm God. And I say that to you too, man. You're God. We got to put our mindsets of nigga God. And if you God, you want the right for your family. Even if it means the shit you do is wrong in everybody else's eyes, you have to know for yourself, I'm God. I'm doing the right thing. I'm doing the right thing. I do believe when God made man first, he, in a way, a little small, like, like a sprinkle of salt of God was put in every man. And it's that man to turn around and take that salt and explode. Take a little bit of salt, put some steak, Let's take good as shit. A little bit of salt on notes. A little bit of salt on is good. I think we have a mindset like, I got a little bit of salt, a little bit of good. I got to make this decision. It is what it is. I doubt this decision. It is what it is. That's a good analogy right there. I like that because, you know, he did, uh, the Bible do say that God created us in his image, in the image of us, whoever yeah. us is. Uh, people say that the, the Trinity, God, the Father, God, the Son, God, the Holy Spirit, Hey, whatever it is, when God said us, uh, that image that we created in means it's like it's a lot of shit going on inside our bodies that we need to uh, deal with. We need to deal with it. And we need God the Son. We say God the Almighty, God and God the Holy Holy Spirit. Mm-hmm. God the Son is us. Yeah, I do believe the Holy Spirit is the woman. And by us not knowing that we're God, we allow the Spirit to go fuck ape shit crazy. Hey, you know, that makes that makes a lot of damn sense because in the garden, it was God the Father, God the Son, and then the womb of man. Mm-hmm. Well, God the Holy Ghost. God yeah, so the now, Father, God the Son, God the Holy Ghost. A woman is at the Holy Ghost. Yeah, she's woman the womb. Ghost. Yeah, she's the womb of the man, so it's like the spirit of man. But instead, of, but instead of it being spirit, it's the physical and spiritual part of man uh, duplicated to be a helper to him, which is the, the Holy Spirit is a helper to us. Exactly. Now, when you start getting ministers to start preaching this, this could be 30, 40 years, man. I'm telling you now, 50 years, this shit, it'll find change. But we're, we're on something. I believe God the Father, God the Son, God the Holy Ghost. We're the sons of God. And in our Holy Ghost, they're women. They're the spiritual ones. They're, they're the emotional ones. They're the ones that make you feel good. And then they're the ones. God the Son, we're falling after the Father. We've got to put rules and regulations. It is what it is. Dude, I get emotional about this shit because I see, as we get older, you kind of see it. You see it. Mm-hmm. You finally see it. After all the shit, I got to give credit to all 
all the people before us, they had to go through it. They had to go through it. They had to go through it for us to learn now. Now we're learning. We got to pass it down to the young ones. God the Father, God the Son, God the Holy Ghost. Wow. Yeah. That's just how it is. So back to the African myth, I don't think human women are bad women. I don't think they're dumb. I just think African women want an opportunity to live a good life. And they, the American men out there, I can live a good life. But then they can get manipulated. You get manipulated so quick. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because this is not my land. It'd be free. If United States pretty much if United States was mostly black people ruling things, making decisions, making plans, making things move, a lot of African women would come through. But when they know it's like, it's really white people land and black people live there. Like I said before, Jesus had a lot of hoes that want them. I don't know if he fucked them or not. You, you just said you said something that just that just hit hit a uh, hit something. If black men were to stand up now and start ruling, do you think it would change our black women? Because now a black woman will look at us totally yeah, different. Yeah. yeah, I'm talking about even the ignorant woman, the ignorant black woman who don't know her history. The ignorant black woman would say, "Black men are now in powerful. They, mm-hmm. I mean, they're in a powerful position. Black men now are leaders." I want me a black man. They always want a black man, regardless of they always want a black man because this this stigma, the way we are. I mean, it's outstanding. We are the most sexiest niggas on the planet. Now they're talking about Mexicans, uh, the Cubans, this thing, and this, even white guys. They put them up there. But put a black man up there, shut down everybody. He shuts down everybody. Oh yeah. Black women want black men, but we're, it's we're, because we don't have the economic power. Yeah, because we're the most sexually sought out individuals there is. A black man come on TV, everybody want that black man. When a white man coming like Tom Cruise, he was just a hunk. But you know, everybody you, you talk to a sister, she's like, Shh, I don't want no damn Tom Cruise. The white, you know, you mm-hmm. may find a little fat white girl. Oh, I love Tom Cruise. But then when that what's that other boy, that little dude, uh, oh, when Denzel got on there, shit, you had Latino, white, Asian, all of them talking about, yeah, I like that Denzel. I like that dark chocolate meat. I'm gonna tell you this on the African myth. They know for a fat man, our skin is so beautiful. Our skin, I mean. Nigga, it's just so, it's so, uh, I, I can't even think of the word. It's so, it's so beautiful how we are. Nah, nah, I don't think of a deeper word than that. No, um, no, no moisturizer on it. No, we don't even need moisturizer. Be Some honest of us do. I'll put it like this. Go outside and go walk around. Go live your life. When you come back, nigga, your lips ain't chapped no more. You're, you're straight, your elbows, they look moisturized. Your body just produces shit. It produces. We do what we do. We got That's oil. Fine. We yeah, but you got, got the natural oil. Yeah, you got some niggas don't drink a lot of water though, so that oil they ain't got nothing to sweat out. To, if they if they do have some, it's gonna be alcohol in them, and that's really gonna make them look bad when they start walking around. Yeah, that's me. But still, I still look good. They got alcohol all in his kidneys. Uh, still look good. <laughs> but when it comes to white people, dude, they uh ah, uh, it looks horrible. Yeah, back to what I was saying. We are so desired at the same time, so put down. If reparations came into our hands and we were able to take this and make moves to start building up, like the whole import, the export or import output, yeah, we start doing that. Like we're now taking over. I'm telling you, this world will be better, but they don't want to give us the credit. Trust me, nobody want to give black people the credit. If you let black people take over, well, look they at it this way. Go ahead, go ahead. I'm listening. This way, you got you say import and export, and all we got to do, first thing we do is, is in our communities, we start opening up factories and manufacturing plants, uh, markets and stuff of that nature, and create a market and create a market inside of our communities, which is the red line districts all over the United States, and then we create these communities inside of the red line districts. Then we can start importing and exporting with the ones outside of our communities. Like those the white people and the Asians and the well, most of the red line district is filled with Mexicans and blacks. So uh the only people we probably be importing and exporting with is the whites, the Asians, and all the other nationalities. You know what, man? When I was in Florida, I dated Haitian. I dated a Haitian chick, a couple of Haitians. But I got into the Haitian community. 
And do you know the Haitian community got their own businesses where they get the export import goods and services from Haiti to the United States, the United States back to Haiti. My Everybody. Haitian girlfriend, she had she had people that literally built beds, bed frames, the furniture just in and they was building this shit here in America, but they were shipping it back and forth. Now I'm looking at it like these are Haitian motherfuckers doing this. But us black Americans, we can't do a goddamn thing. Cause we 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 don't I don't know what it is about us, but it's the same thing with I got a boy that was Belizean. I got my, my best my homeboy, my best friend. He Belizean. And that's what they do. They go back and forth to Belize, import and export. They get something here, send it back to Belize. Get something from Belize, bring it back here. Import and export and just money, just move, moving. You got Jamaicans doing the same thing. You got Africans doing it. My boy, yeah. uh, I have my boy down at uh, Venice Beach. He's the import and he's the import his stuff. He's the go to China, get his products, ship his stuff over here, and then sell it out there on Venice Beach. And we can't, I, man, none of us know how to do it because we stuck here in America. Then they teach us how to do, you know, I, I went to a car, training course and it's, mm. I can't remember the man's name. He said, the only thing that education does is he says, education sets you up to where um, to be educated. If you do very well in school, you become a professor. If you do mediocre in school, you, you get into the point where you start doing jobs that are aligned with, they only train, they really only train you to be a teacher. Mm -hmm. They don't train you in anything that's going to actually, you know, set you up. Like when in class, I can't remember one class I took to taught me how to balance a damn checkbook. Hey, cuz, I can't hear you. My phone is already acting like it's down. Is it? Yeah, it is down. Your phone dying? I, yeah, the phone dying, but I hear I hear you now. You hear me now? Yeah. Uh-huh. Okay. Go ahead. Yeah. Go with story. Oh yeah, something going on. Your voice went low. Hey, ain't no biggie, ain't no biggie. Hey, we, we're flying with this, dude. This has been great. If we just got this little information, fuck it, nigga. We did it today. We did it. We did our business. Our business, nigga. Me and you. We did it. Got every bit, what, 30 minutes of shit? Nah, nigga, keep talking. Fuck it. Yeah, yeah. We're talking about it. I got, you know, I didn't pop one up real quick, so I don't forgot what the hell I was talking about. Oh, yeah. Uh, but anyway, if we just, if we can just get ourselves to where we can understand how to deal with uh, an economy, man, just in our own communities, we're going to be dangerous because, shit, we're, we're, the, we're the number one, um, we're number one when it comes to uh, commerce. If you want to spend some money, if you want to, if you want somebody to spend some money on you, go to the black community. Hey, dude, they've been doing it for years. I'm going to tell you this now. I mean, I hate to say that white people are evil, but I got to stick with Michael, I mean, Michael Max. He's seen this shit, and I see it too. Man, white people got a game plan, man. They got a game plan for you. I'm telling you this right now. I'm be dead and gone. You'll hear about it. We're going to get reparations, but trust and believe, white people are going to have their whole full hand involved in it. They're going to have their hand involved in it. It's not going to be no money and, and, and rules and regulations that's going to go along for us, us especially. Oh, hell no. Nah. Uh, they're still going to have a hand in this one way or another. Mm. And a lot of black people, including myself, we see this shit. So it's like, no, I, I want this person. No, no get that person. Like, for instance, you got a, a black man who's a doctor. He's a doctor in black history. Mm -hmm. But he cool with white people. Oh, they're going to put him up there compared to a black man who's a doctor in black history. But right. he's all about blacks. Like, he ain't got no white no, fuck him. No, he can't, he can't be here. He can't be here. No, fuck him. He ain't got no white friends. Fuck that. We need a black man that got white friends. So we can always have our influence involved in the shit. At the end of the day, white people know they got control. And that's why I say that whole African myth, we're going to go into, you know, we're going to go to it again. The whole African myth, they try to make it seem like Africans are nothing but demons. They're warriors. They do voodoo. And look at them. They, 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 ain't, they ain't cute. And you know, they want to be like us and they ain't got no sense of who they are. 
if you really do get in Africa, man, Africa is beautiful as hell. These motherfuckers got homes, they got nice cars, they doing their thing. The women they're beautiful as shit. Oh yes, they are. They got some beautiful women in Africa. That's that whole European shit, man, with that fake hair shit. It's like black dude, we're talking to let black women know. Can you stop that? Can you give us power? By us, by giving black men power, is saying I'm gonna be done with this European shit. And what I mean is if your hair don't go no no past your ear, if your hair grows to your ear and that's the longest it grows, make yourself beautiful with the hair you got. Spot flaunt that, flaunt that. Because the right man, because the right man will come along when he see it, he's gonna be like, Hey, what's up, baby? How you doing? Yeah, we're gonna men will put you on point. Yeah. Prime example, me and my ex. My ex, all she wanna do is wear fake hair. It took me damn near five years to convince her that they're gonna drag her shit up. Lock your shit up, lock your shit up, this thing and this. Now she got long locks. She get to fling her hair, this thing and this, put it in a bun, do this and do that. Nigga, it's because God told her you're beautiful the way you are. Stop listening to these motherfuckers and listen to your God. Mm-hmm. That's the bottom line. Listen to your God. The bottom line. I don't give a fuck if you're a stepdaddy, whatever. Nigga, listen to your God. Right. Unless, unless he's a fake ass nigga, he one of them punk ass bitches, and he, he like to do like do shit in the street, just stand there and this. Unless he's not that, you got a man that's sticking beside you, sticking thin. Listen to your God. God is talking to him. God don't talk to women. God told Adam, make sure y'all don't fuck that tree. He didn't tell Eve. He told Eve and Adam, but he told Adam. Yeah, make sure you don't fuck with the tree. That's right. And so That's right. When Adam Adam got punished because Adam ain't beat her ass. My <laughs> fault. <laughs> Adam, as soon as she touched the tree, <laughs> as soon as Eve touched the tree and fucked that apple or orange, whatever fruit it was, Adam should have beat her ass and then had a like leaking nigga, leaking with blood. Showing God, this bitch disrespect us, nigga. He disrespect us. She disrespect <laughs> us. You told us not to do it. I didn't do it. She did it. I beat her ass. Look at her, God. Look at her. Now, heal her. Heal her so I can get that pussy again. But this bitch deserved to be punished. Not me. Not us together. <laughs> no. Serpent up against damn brick. So get, the, get behind me now, Satan. Yeah, that was a whole... Man, that whole... That whole scenario, man. But you know, another thing about the African myth that um, takes me for a whole loop is the fact of since we come from Africa, we dumb, like you said, and we can't do nothing. We can't, um, they, they make sure that everything that comes, when it comes to these wealthy people in power, they make sure that everything that deals with us having control of, there's no way for us to get into it. Like the, the only person I've seen right now that, that has done it yeah, well, no, it's two people now, but the only one I seen that really did it was um, Ice Cube with his uh, the Big Three League. Uh oh. Well, up, y'all? I think old Bishop we done lost him. So I tell you what, we gonna go ahead and uh, call it a day, y'all. We appreciate y'all coming on through, checking out College House PC. Uh, And we out.